Hello, uh, this is our fourth podcast, the fourth football training and development podcast. So, sorry I haven't, didn't post it, I normally try and post this on a Thursday, and I've not been massively to schedule, but there's been a lot going on at the moment, as obviously everybody knows, I hope everybody's well, and everyone's safe, and staying at home to make sure we all stay safe. But yeah, um, yeah it's been a bit hard, I've been a bit busy this week, but I will try and make sure I do this every Thursday, Friday maybe at latest, to make sure I get something out every week. So we've gone through in our previous three podcasts about how to really, for like a, a coach, how to develop different aspects of their team, different aspects of training, match days, and everything builds into that coaching philosophy and so on. Today we're going to do something slightly more topical, talk about football and the coronavirus, how, how it's now, well, COVID-19 or whatever, how it's now affecting us and what we can do and what we can change, and maybe a little bit more into how it's affecting football as a wider uh, sport as well so to begin with obviously i'm going to talk from a grassroots perspective because the whole point of this podcast is from to take football and look at it from a grassroots perspective but um as a grassroots level i'm going to look at a different number of different things so first we'll talk about the players so what can the players do how this is affecting the players as you know because i'm sure most people listening to this will be coaches or parents or so on this will be having a big impact on the players, bigger than you pro- people probably thought or think. Being cramped up and stuck at home for somebody who's, as a football player, generally quite active, can be a bit of a nightmare. It can lead to a lot of psychological issues in terms of, firstly, boredom, you're de- even getting a slight bit of depression and frustration as well. And these are things we've got to try to combat and try to understand and analyse and hopefully we can move forward with it as well. I mean, speaking from a personal perspective, um, I felt, well, not deep depression, but slightly more really resigned and very down the other day when I was thinking a bit and really realising the impact of the situation and how long it's going to last before we can get back and I can actually go and do some more stuff, get back with my team, get back coaching, get back doing this, and also just be out. So this is a thing that all your players will be going through, and even probably yourself. So something we really need to understand and how we can impact and change this as well. So for your players, we want to try to impact three different things. We want to impact, obviously, the frustration they feel, not being able to do things. Feeling really down, the more depressive states of what what can happen with being stuck and being, obviously, isolated to um, where they're living, uh, separated from not being able to train, not being able to play, or so on. And obviously the factor of boredom, where the repetition day in, day out. Now, what I have done and what I've tried to do and what I've developed are things to hopefully keep them active. So on my website, so soccertraininggdevelopment.com or footballtraininggdevelopment.com, it all goes the same thing. I've got loads of training plans that are based around different aspects that you can do at home, in your house, you can do in your garden, whether your garden is a small garden, a big garden. These are the things we need to be looking at and hopefully trying to implement into our players. So things that keep them busy, but also keep them with a sense of purpose. So a purpose, they're trying to achieve this, they're trying to improve on this. I mean, it is important to keep things fun, but giving the kids a purpose, something to achieve, will give them a sense of fulfillment and hopefully help to fight back against that frustration. Because a lot of players may be feeling frustrated they can't finish their season, frustrated they can't keep improving, frustrated they can't go to training to help themselves become a better player. There is a lot of frustration for some players. Some players are different. 
Other, some players take it for more of the fun aspect, the social aspect, and they're going to be missing it on a different level. But some players generally want to improve and become the best player they can be. So giving them this, them this sense of purpose and a sense of working towards something and improving will really help them with this. So if you want to go to my website, there's plenty of videos there, free videos to look at, that you can look at and take in, take at home, either indoors or in the garden, depending on if you have a small garden or a larger garden, it's all been developed and changed for you to be able to do that for either 10 minutes, half an hour, or an hour. But obviously people have a lot more free time now in that sense. And even yourself will be there around a lot more probably to uh, be able to help them train and improve. So firstly, that's a real key thing to do. Can we keep them doing something productive? For however little time, as, little to, uh, for ten, like I said, we have 10 minutes, half an hour, hour sessions if you want. There are other things you can do. You can do anything. But keep them constantly going towards a certain goal. They're moving towards a goal and they're trying to achieve a certain thing, set targets, set different things to achieve. Then hopefully it will help to fight this frustration and help them think, look, now I'm trying to do this, now I'm doing this. Not all kids think on the same wavelength. We have to approach it in a different mindset, but a lot of people do. So if you feel some of your players or your children have that frustration, they're not improving, having a set training regime they can follow day by day to improve and they can kind of measure their progress as they go along will be a very good thing to help fight and combat that. Also, with this, we have um, skill videos, so skill tests. So I'm starting to feed a few more challenge uh, videos on my YouTube channel at the moment. I will get them on my website soon. So my YouTube channel is still the same thing, football training and development. I've put a couple of tra uh, challenge videos, and I'll be trying to put up some every day this week and then try and keep them going regularly throughout the time we'll be isolated. So have a look at those. They're slightly more fun, and they're direct comparison. They have comparisons at the end where you can measure yourself up against other players, other players your age, whatever age you are, and see what level you're at. So again, this fights the other thing. We're having that focus. We're giving that thing to look towards. We're giving that thing to improve, and still they're playing football. And if you're doing it with them, that's they had added bonus as well for them. There are a lot of them they can do themselves, but the added bonus, you're there to motivate them and keep them positive. But remember, not all players are the same. That's why we have to think of the psychological aspect. Some players don't want to train. Some players hate training. Some players may not even want to do that challenge. But the challenges are 30 seconds. So it could be a little thing to do. So you can look at them and say, oh, you're getting better at this. You're doing this. Well done. Doing this. If you just practice a little bit more. Psychological trying to get them to really choose to do it themselves rather than being forced to do it. Because a lot of players will react very negatively towards that. So let them have a go at the 30 second test and see how they, they get on. And then you can build on and look at the training that's relevant around that or little drills that can help them improve. And like I said, they're all on my website or my YouTube channel. If you're interested, have a look at that. Um, so what else? So boredom. And again, I have spoken a lot about training, stuff training, and it does give them a sense of focus. But some people just want to have fun. And when they're at home and maybe you're homeschooling them or making them do this, that and the other, it, and I've felt this in my child already, they get bored very easily. It's not the same. They don't have the same level of focus. They don't have the same kind of breaks. They're around you all the time. So can we bring in some kind of fun games? I mean, I have a football tennis net set out in my garden. And every time we have a break, we go and play that. And it's their choice. Let them choose. Them choose to play little games or challenge to something fun. Just a fun little game that in short spurts so it's not too much. So it keeps them active and starts building that enjoyment of playing football as well again. If you need to, some you don't need to. They're just mentally on it all the time. 
but building that enjoyment, that fun factor, getting them back to themselves. Because it can be very hard for people to be alone and be isolated for this amount of time, which we're probably going to have to be. So really start thinking about for those fun little games. So little matches, one-on-ones, two-on-twos will be even better because then you've got even more people involved if you have enough people in your household. Little target games, little challenges they can do, like shooting challenges, some kind of fun little dribbling challenges, one-on-one can they get past you to get to the other side, practicing little skills. Make sure it's short, make sure it's fun, make sure hopefully they can choose and tell you what to do. But you kind of lead them towards that. So all little things hopefully keep them going, keep them active, keep them positive, keep them happy. So really trying to build that enjoyment factor to what they're doing. Because it can really get them down, and that's really not what we want. All right, so also, now we're going to talk more on a coach level. That's what I think more like a one-on-one, probably with your children at home, or you could still try and share, but now on a coach level, this is what I would like, what I do, what I'm, well, what I'm trying to build in now. To be honest, the last week has been a bit manic for me, but I'm definitely going to get on it now. What I think is keep in contact, if you can, with your team constantly. So for WhatsApp groups, if you have WhatsApp groups, or any kind of social kind of sharing group you have, keep in contact with them all the time. Try to keep on at them. Try and keep it fine. Can you share your progress? Can you share how you're getting on? Give them targets to do. So what I mean by this is, for example, you could set them like one of the training things that, I put on my website and say, well, I need everybody to have a go at this. Let me know how you're getting on. Let me know how you do. Please post when you've done it, just so you give a check of what they're doing. Keep an eye, keep on them to do it. Like, for example, professional teams, they have an app where they can share what they've done. That app keeps track of what they've done. I mean, we're not going to be on the same level of that, but that keeps them motivated to do it, keeps them on it all the time. And if they're on it and they're active, it releases those those good dopamines uh, make them feel better, make them feel happier. They'll feel better about themselves. They're more active, less likely to be more sluggish, lazy, more. And that invites the more kind of boredom, frustration, depressive mindsets. So keep them happy, keep them positive, set them constant targets and things to do. Again, this is what I would do personally as well, which I'm going to look to do as well now. And I've done it before previously with like reports that I've done. But set each player a certain target or goal they can achieve over this time. Give them something that's small, and when they've done it, they can tell you, you can move on to the next level. And congratulate them, move them on. Maybe set prizes for each player for different things to do, whoever gets it first. Set a little challenge in place that makes them really want to push themselves. But please remember that not every player will have the same drive and push. Some players, it gets a bit more difficult, they drop out and think, I can't be, I don't want to do this anymore. Which is why we set individual goals, individual goals that are not too difficult to achieve, but need a little push to achieve. And then when they've done that, they have another little goal that's only slightly further ahead on something else. So keep them positive, keep them active, keep on them all the time. Like I said, on my website, there's all the resources you need if you want to look at them. On my YouTube channel, there's loads of resources as well. Totally up to you if you want to use those, but I'm sure there's other things you can look at as well, but they're all there for you. But with our players, keep on them, keep in constant contact, give them individual targets, little targets it could even be for example okay i want you to do three kickups depending on the age group you're looking at i'm looking at under eights i want you to do three five kickups or five kickups or i want you to we have like a pivots test i want you to do uh 10 of those in a minute in 30 seconds or a minute something's a little bit more of a challenge 
or every day a little training thing i want you to do five laps of your garden with the ball at your feet and time yourself see how fast you can get and send me back your time something so they can contact you you can contact them we keep in constant contact constant dialogue so it just keeps that same association with teams we don't drop out of it but it's very important keep them going keep them active and keep them positive right i mean also as a coach now so we're looking at how we affect our players and how we can talk to our players and keep them moving and so on think about yourself now i mean you're probably bored at the moment not being able to do anything not having any football or any training and so on now can yourselves think about how we can start preparing for next season because this season is going to be done i mean they are, we'll go into a bit more detail a little bit later but this season is done so we're really looking towards next season so now we have this spare time if you're off work if you're lucky enough to be off work well I'll say lucky enough if you're if you're off work at the moment and you're at home and you have a bit of spare time now we need to start about trying to build and develop ourselves so what kind of research can you be doing to help prepare yourself for the kind of drills and the kind of things and kind of training that you want to do to improve there's plenty of stuff online I mean if you want to email me uh, at mrleeredmond.hotmail.co.uk I will be happy to share things with you and give you advice and information and we've done um, podcasts on this about sharing uh, training programs and so on but think about what you've done over this year and what you can improve and to really set yourself up for next year have a really positive experience so think about this as a really negative experience for everybody at the moment I mean some people obviously are in a lot worse conditions about rather than just football being called off there's a lot worse things going on but can we come out of this hopefully at the other side a lot more positive place so yourself as a coach can we develop ourselves over this time so what i'm doing at the moment is even though i've been coaching for a long time it's constantly looking around for drills and so on developing adjusting drills going through my plans trying to build different plans and so on trying to really develop myself personal personal development so i have things I will be posting soon shortly I mean there's a lot of stuff going on for me at the moment in terms of my business but I will be putting stuff on very shortly and like I said I'm free to contact anytime if you want some more information subscribe if you like if you want to to my website and I'll be sending out information soon to all the parents and coaches things they can do at home and things they can do for next year also when you're doing your game so if, uh, another thing again Let's think about how we can really professionalise what we're doing a little bit more. So, for example, now we're all stuck at home. How useful would it be to be if you could look at statistics for each player? Say, for example, I could say, oh, he's only, he scored five goals. Uh, he scored, well, 50 goals altogether, but only two of them with his left foot. You could say, okay, that's highlights the weakness. I can highlight to a player and explain to them, this is why I want to work on it. This is why I want to improve it. And you give them this relevance help makes targets something they can more they can buy into it more and they can understand and then hopefully they'll be a lot more focused generally if you give people reasons for doing things they buy into it more and they're more focused to try and achieve that as well so keeping an eye statistics as you go through games and being able to draw back on these is very important how many tackles they've made assist and so on you can try and build this together and for your players and help to give them a better understanding of all their weaknesses and strengths as a player and also it's very enjoyable for them so at the moment what i've developed is a well basically a database for recording statistics and adding them up 
automatically for you as you go game by game. Obviously now it's not going to be helping us if you haven't done this already. I have, luckily, so I can refer back to it. If you haven't done this already, it's not going to help you at the moment. But it will definitely help you for next year. So what I've developed is a pack with substitution rotors. So for every kind of um, amount of players you may have, rotors ensure everybody gets the same amount of time on the pitch. Um, statistical sheet, uh, um, statistical recording sheets you can fill out every game for your parents to fill out. That every game you can record how many goals you scored, how many assists and so on. All different statistics. Statistical um, recording database, so putting all that data together, so it's all in one place, so you can combine it and it adds it up week by week, so you can keep an eye and measure the progress of your players as they go along, and at the end of the season, you can feed this back to them, or different parts in the season, which I tend to do. So I periodically, throughout like two or three times in the season, cut off and send reports home about how different players are doing, how many goals they scored, and so on, giving them the statistics at that point, and they can look to how they've improved, and developed, and how they compare to others. So it's a very useful thing to use. And also, in this pack that I've developed, we have a good key warm-up you can use for any situation. So a warm-up that makes sure your players are ready and focused, they can use for every game. And also a training session as well, that's relevant to your age group that I have it for. So I have these packs for all different um, numbers, so 5 aside, 7 aside, 9 aside, and 11 aside. They're all on my website. The 5 aside and 7 aside will be on very shortly i'm just giving the final few adjustments to the training i've done for them but they'll be on the next few days so all on 4.99 if you're interested it'll be a massive help for you in the season have a look at the videos that give you a bit more detail about what's on them and see if you're interested when you go onto my website but that'd be a good help as so when you start the season you have that professional aspect to everything you do and we're starting to record statistics and we're starting to help and feedback to our players in a better more informed way Right. Anyway, back to what we're doing. So really try and get yourself ready for the season. Get coaching plans ready. Get an understanding of what you're doing by step-by-step -step basis, what you want to do for the next season, what you need to improve, and how we can build and how we can hopefully come out of this on a positive. So anyway, so what have the FA done and why have they done this? So what we're looking at now is, well, I'm speaking from an English perspective. I know a lot of people are not listening to this from England. But I'm not sure how your association's going and so on. But the FA basically have cut all grassroots level games and basically ended every season, which can be really frustrating for players in leagues, measurable leagues, who are doing really well, looking to get promoted, even cup finals. Like from a personal perspective, I'm in one cup final, and I'm in two semi-finals and two others. Those two semi-finals have been cancelled. The other cup final maybe might be able to play in the season, but that's still up in the air as well. So the Premier League has decided to carry on the league, which I think is a good decision. When we go back, and any conclusion, so is the, like the, the football leagues. And hopefully, round by yourself, it's done the same thing. Because to be honest, it's the only real resolution that I see. To keep like, the relevance to actually playing competitions, we have to finish it off. Whether we ruin the next season, by by, whether we cut the next season short, it just has to be done. Because we have to finish and get a conclusion. Because all this hard work the teams have done, and now it's been taken away from them. I just think it's a bit of a slapdash approach. And I do understand why it's difficult, because you're in a situation where we're facing uh, circumstances we've never seen before. But I do feel like we can actually be a bit smarter about this. And just for, can we just come, when we come back, whenever we come back, we just compress the games in some way, and just make sure we get things done. But the season has to have a conclusion. Whether you do an average points at the end, it has to have a conclusion. There has to be an ending to it. Of all the things we've worked for are now gone.
we have to try to hopefully minimize the impact on our lives obviously like i said before football is a very small thing but it feeds a lot into people how good people feel about themselves and things people do and their lifestyle so it's important we get these small things right as well all right so um what else i want to say so yeah um yeah that's 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 not not much else to add to be honest but if we go have a little overview so we're stuck now with this for months at least and obviously we want to try and keep everybody safe we have to stay at home to keep everybody safe but to keep our mental well-being and to obviously from a football perspective to keep everybody going keep everyone progressing there's a few key things i would advise you to do number one set real target individualized targets for all of your players give them individualized targets and give them ways to actually achieve these so if I said to somebody, I want you to work on your left foot technique, when you strike the ball, you could send them a training video. So I have training videos on my website looking at passing. So you can look on your passing technique and focus on your left foot. Maybe just focus on this one drill and just do this for 10 minutes a day. You could say, we need to all keep ourselves active. So every day, can we make sure we run around our garden five times with our right foot, five times with our left foot, five times with both feet. And do this maybe two or three times a day. It's a short activity, but it keeps them doing something. And hopefully that introduction to doing something a bit more will lead them to do be doing start involving themselves in more kind of games and activities in their free time when they're at home. So really try to engage them and try to give them individualized targets and things to do to try to not only keep them active, but also keep them mentally focused and hopefully beat the boredom and keep them working towards a goal in their mind so if they have this goal in their mind they're hopefully going to be less less frustrated with the situation they find themselves in all right number two you can set your players training programs which kind of leads to what i was saying before but a whole team training program and you have a whole team training program you can then measure them all together so individualized targets are brilliant do individual work whole team focus is also very good because you still have that whole team perspective and you have again built into this more of a social side where they can then share what they've done and share their progress on whatever kind of social media aspect you're using to communicate with your team so regular feedback um, times they feedback in or comment to let you know how they're getting on so if you have for example challenges so like i said i have challenge videos you can use who's getting the top score you could offer prizes they could post videos of what they've done Really try to get them engaged with everybody else as well. Remember, football is a, a physical um, a physical game, but also a psychological and social game as well. So we're trying to work on the psychology. We're keeping them, uh, keep them active, stopping the boredom, the more depressive aspects of this, but also the social side with sharing different things they've done is massively important, especially for younger kids. Right, and three, focus on yourself. What can I do to develop myself? How can I be better next year? How can I be more organized next year? What can I do to make my training sessions better? So I, like I said, we have podcasts that give you more information on this. I have resources and I'll be building more resources all the time. But you can always find and focus on what you personally can develop as well. How can you improve? Keep yourself active. Keep yourself doing something. Don't let yourself stagnate because we want to come back next season raring to go. If nothing else, we're stuck in isolation at the moment. And like I said, there's a lot more important things going on.
but can we maybe use this free time we have to come out the other side in a more positive manner? Aside from this, well, sorry, the last thing, so I think there's number four now, I've lost count of which one it is, keep fun, fun, fun activities. Keep them fun, keep them laughing, keep them engaged. So if nothing else, if they're not binding to this training or the training's too long or things are set too hard, give them something fun they can do, like a fun little game they can play. Or make sure you're doing something fun with your children. Keep it fun, keep them active, and hopefully then when we get through this to the other side, we'll not only come out with limit, limit, no, limited damage to where we are moving forward and progressing as a team, but also hopefully we'll come out with a slightly different perspective. In the sense of you'll be maybe more organised, you're going to games, having things where you can draw statistics, having aspects where you kind of know a little bit more about what you're doing, a bit more organised what you're going to do. The players are more individually focused because they've had all that time at home, thinking about the training sessions you've asked them to do, and they're fit and raring to go. Hopefully you can come out of this the other side in a much, well, as good a place as possible. Anyway, that's it for today. Hopefully it's been informative and helped you out. But... Lastly, please stay at home, please stay safe, and hopefully I'll be able to hear, hear from you again. And if anything else, please contact me if you want any more information while you're stuck at home, any more help with any coaching at all. If you contact me, I'll get back to you. Uh, contact me uh, through Redmond at hotmail.co.uk or message me on any of my social media and I'll get back to you with some advice on whatever question you've asked. So, thank you for your time and I'll see you all again next week.